When it comes to commercial snow removal, look to Tovar Snow Professionals. With the largest snow and ice management fleet in the Midwest, Tovar delivers top-notch commercial sidewalk and parking lot clearing services, even in winter's worst weather conditions. With their 24-hour live office staff, certified meteorologists, and personal service, they are leaders in professional snow removal. To get a free estimate for snow removal on your site, go to baseball.tovarsnow.com or call 844-GO-TOVAR. That number again is 844-GO-TOVAR. Tovar Snow Professionals, Chicago's snowplowing leader. Tovar is an equal opportunity employer. We're Cubs fans helping Cubs fans at Stewart's Cubs Cave Parties. Everybody's in for giving back to those in Club 400 podcast is on the air straight from Mesa, Arizona, the Randy Hunley Fantasy Camp. Two pitchers and catchers report today. The boys are back in town. John and William, what is up, my brothers? And William, do not say this is going to be a great show. This is going to be one of the best ones ever. Like you do everyone, okay? (laughs) I have never... Ever said that? You just brought no, brought it way wow, down. You man. did. You, you brought just... it like crashing, crashing, burn. Like you asked him a question and said, "But before you say don't anything, say anything, don't, don't say, don't say it, don't anything." Well, I've been actually. I do want to say something. <laughs> I was right up till this day. None of the major Cubs are gone. Everybody wow. was getting traded. Bryant's gone. He's, go, he's, gone. he's going out of the gate swinging. Rizzo's man. gone. The reckoning has happened. Yeah, what yeah. exactly was the reckoning? I don't know. They didn't do one thing. Well, they got a new manager. Is that the reckoning, though? I don't know. We'll see. I mean, they had a new manager in what? It, 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 going into the 2015 season. But they also made a blockbuster pickup with John Lester. They didn't follow anything up by picking up Ross. Nothing. Well, I mean, the bottom line is this. The offseason was a bore fest. Yes. Nothing happened whatsoever. It was a bore fest, but you know what? They're still better than the Pirates. They're still better than since everybody's Cincinnati, uh, blah, know. blah, blah. They got to please let them play a game first, yeah. right? We know yeah. nothing about how the good projections are putting them in second place and the having Brewers, under 85 wins. The Brewers talk about the Cubs didn't do anything. The Brewers got worse. Yeah, they, they didn't get anything. They got a couple guys, but they got wor- They lost Moustakis. They lost. Several guys. They got worse. We got nope. Kip. Yeah, Kipness. Kip. Hometown we'll boy. see if he comes Hometown up. Hometown a big scare in a lot of Cub fans in the bottom of the ninth inning in 2016. Yeah. Obviously, guys, this is what I want to talk about. We're going to move on to the, to the most, the news of the day is that, what, what, back in September last year, when they walked in together holding hands in St. Louis, and they loved each other together so much. They even much. talked about the type of wine they drank yeah. in their meeting. I'm just like, that. I mean, that was painful. Dude, what I, are you guys talking I re- about? I read through that right away. <laughs> Obviously, Joe showed his ass. I hate to say it, but he did. I mean, they could have just left it alone where it was at. And he basically threw Theo under the bus. Yeah. You know? and then, he has nothing to lose and anymore, for what? Well, but for what? What does he have to gain? See, I don't does think. Does make him look Dignity? Better? I mean, what were we, we were talking off off of mics that like 
he he's sort of a pretentious person when he starts talking about strategies or accountability and when he's when he's saying that you complained about the work ethic in the clubhouse and the front office stuff like that okay but you took you took credit for the mentality of the team in 2015 and 16 when it was happy go lucky childlike energy like bias like energy you got to take responsibility when you have a complacent clubhouse you can't well, just give it up there was n- the, the clubhouse was not patrolled by anybody it got too loose yeah and um zoo you know, animals and, and magicians and, everywhere well i mean eventually it just you know these players came and go as they wanted there was really no structure and when, you know, when things didn't go good, Madden just stayed the same course. Theo didn't like it. Theo wanted a little bit more structure. Yeah. There Madden was a lo- turned there, there into a lovey. I mean, I think when you look back to 2019 as a wasted season because I really think that this relationship between Madden and Theo was broken b- before we even entered it. And I think it was just a matter of basically, you know, why do we want to pay, like, two managers, you know? And what like, what do you go, think that's, happened that's, though? Because it the seemed, contract out. It was running on all cylinders. John, it's like At what first. happened to me when I was in high school. I dated a girl and I loved her for a couple of years, and then I decided she was he crap. Was, and he I got was running on all cylinders. Okay, Stu. And then, no, but what do you think happened between them? Because I mean, Theo, he. I mean, I don't give him that much credit for this offseason either, or the season before that. You can't put all the blame on Madden. Oh. For what happened. There's blame everywhere, obviously. You know yeah. what? They had, I don't know what it was that contributed to it, but they had a hangover in 2017. But not by much. They only had, no, what, 10 no. less wins? Not even, a little less yeah. than that. They got 98 wins, Yeah, right? but you know what? There was never the same kind of But the fire. teams they played There's got no better because they played team. the Dodgers again, and they got better. They got better, and right. they made it to the World Series, rightfully so. Right, but you just never got the sense at any point during the season. Their skill was there. Statistically, their skills well, were there. Even, they were st- even better. Statistically, their skills are still there. Right. And well, the- not really. I think the only thing that was consistently or better was their hitting. Their pitching, by far, well, was nobody, not. Okay, so nobody hit in 2017 and 2018. But their pitching was solid. Yeah, and nobody hit. They couldn't hit. They, they could never put together. You they know, couldn't put it, was they home couldn't run put it all together. Yeah. Three-run homer. They were the old White Sox. Yeah. The three-run homer. That's true. Well, moving on, I would like to give a special shout-out to our boy, uh, Bill Watts, who just underwent back surgery Billy. and is recuperating from there. Fly yeah. the W. Yeah, fly the W. Uh, fly the wood. He's done a lot for Club 400, and uh, we appreciate him very much. You know, he's part of our million-dollar goal, and, uh, you know, we hope to he's see it Wrigley man. soon. Yeah. He's a good man, and you're a good man for going to see him in the hospital. And posing for a picture, holding his balls. I protected him. I protected him. <laughs> I was just thinking that, man, this. I've been in one of those gowns before, and you know, you just usually just, let it all yeah, hang out. I mean, you know, you so. got to use the opportunity to. That's fan a friend. Out. That is a it's true a friend. Yeah, it's right. a ventilation <laughs> moment. That's right. So I do want to talk about uh, something, <laughs> William. Let's talk about that one night. Me and you went out to the bar, uh, and you know, we were just had one led to two, then two led. To three, I'll go grab a beer. You guys go ahead. And three led to. Um, a reservation for you <laughs> oh that night <laughs> i was like trying to rewind and figure out which night what a great night that was right so you're like classic hey you going to spring training this year sure am you gonna go for more than one day <laughs> yeah i am going for more than one day you're like oh okay to interrupt you <laughs> real quick this is the craziest story ever i don't think we've ever explained it all right so 
we go to spring training last year. We got an Airbnb, and I was like, I wanted William to go so bad. I said, I book you the flight. You can pay me later, but I'll book you the flight. So I booked him the flight, and I believe it was slated to leave Wednesday till Monday, kind of like our plans this year, right? So I book him the flight. You know, tell him this is what he owes me. He writes me a check, but he's all he's all ready to go. This was separate from when I booked mine, so I had already booked mine. So this was I just was looking for the cheapest fare. So I get this notification, and I seriously had to like look three times, four times at it, and they changed his returning flight from Monday to Friday. <laughs> I mean, it's like how could you eat? First of all, I looked into it. I called the airlines. I checked with them. You're the only you can. You, uh, change the flight within 24 hours. Now we're talking about arrival. Was this this was within 24? Wasn't it? it was right away? I felt like. No, I'm talking about the, the if you oh, oh, your departure you're your okay. departure time can only move within the 24 hour range, front or backwards. All right. This was obviously Friday. Right. It's like wait, you're flying out Wednesday. You're flying out for the weekend, and they have his return set up for Friday. Friday. I'm so like, I, this is crazy. Flying out Wednesday, flying back Friday. I was like afraid to tell William right away because he already paid me the money and whatever else. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to try to fix the situation, you know. So I, I call the airlines and I'm like, man, how could you guys do this? This is crazy. It's unheard of. You can't change a flight like that. I'm like, what do you think we're going out there for? And we're going out there for the weekend. And she's like, sir, uh, you know, you're going to have to call this line, whatever else, you know. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is not going to be easy, you know. And then I'm like, oh, shit, I better call William. So I call William, John, and I'm like, William, guess what? We have a problem, man. They changed your flight fr from a return of Monday to Friday. And William's like, oh, that's great. That's awesome. <laughs> that was that No, it was. Dude, he was so funny. He was so happy. That was and I, I, I honestly I was like, what? What are you talking about? And then he goes in and explains <laughs> how he screwed something up. And now this was going to get him out of jail in another situation he had with. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> so you I you didn't change a flight. You're anyway. going down there for two days. Right. So fast forward to this year now. So, so I just never seen somebody so happy to go away I for a day there. and a half I, and do absolutely no. nothing except no. sit and wait for the game to start. <laughs> that was it. And then I was headed to the airport. It was weird. Anyway, this year, Stu asked me if I was going for the whole week. Of course I am. And he goes, are you sure? Flights are cheap right now. And I'm like, okay, at the bar, got on the thing, got the flight, locked it up. And I started asking for permission, and we got it. So, yeah, William oh, basically booked a flight uh, in the bag, half in the bag. Oh, three-fourths at least in three the bag. Yeah. yeah. Which leads me to my next point. Uh, we will be down in Mesa, Arizona, Saturday, February 29th, March 1st and 2nd. So Saturday, Sunday, Monday at Sloan Park. We're signing autographs from 3 to 4. Yeah, uh, well, we're not signing autographs, but I'll tell you what we are doing. Be, be on the left field fence. <laughs> Just be on. The, we're the talking about pole. the Randy Hunley Fantasy <laughs> Camp, but I brought a lot of beer down there, and it wasn't just for the Randy Hunley Fantasy Camp. It was for spring training. So if you remember from last year, if you listened to us, I don't know, maybe you just started to listen to us. Spring training, we'll be out there at Sloan Park every single day between the Under Armour Center and Sloan Park along the pathway, pretty close to the Sloan Tent, giving out free Club for 100 Lager, Chris Lake Brewery, and our collaboration together jc and melanie will be manning the tent 
and they will be cooking fresh pizza. That's JP. JP. We call him JP. You said JC. I, I said J- Jason Peters, didn't I? No, you said JC. JC. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're not, I'm not perfect, okay? No. But anyways, we'll, we'll be out JP. there. We'll be out there. JP, sorry Just about totally that, buddy. JP actually that's listens all, yeah. to this podcast. So. Yeah, he, I think he does, too. That's why I Which we'll be staying with JP, by the I way. Know. I'm excited. And, uh, and Melanie. But no, listen, guys, come by the tent. You know, uh, your family by our tent. You know, you're a Cubs fan, and uh, we want you to enjoy your vacation or if you live in the area. And free beer. It's and free pizza. beer. We gave away 400 free beers this year. We're giving away 400 free beers Are this year. Are we doing, uh, uh, is the pizza cost? What's that? Does the pizza cost Pizza money? does not cost any money. Because I was going to say, if they mention the podcast we'll give them a free piece of pizza too but. oh okay we'll do that right now mention the <laughs> podcast get a free piece of pizza right you'll probably get one anyway, you'll probably get but, one anyway yeah, but right. if you mention it you'll get two we got some giveaways out there but personally um i'll be out there and william will be out there uh saturday sunday and monday that monday they play the angels the return of joe madden so that should be interesting and then i will be back for the march 14th game which is a saturday and i do want to mention something about that um we'll post it William, make sure you post it in the description of the episode. But there's a special event Saturday night, which I'm flying in for. I'm bringing Lisa. And we're going to a charity event at the Sheridan at Wrigleyville there. And it's for Special Olympics. It's going to have Kyle Schwarber's going to be there. David Ross is going to be there. Our guy, John Vincent, is going to be there. Joe Mantegna is going to be there. All right. And Club 400 is an official sponsor of that event. Uh, tickets are $75. This is going to the, the, be the event of, you know, of, of spring training. This is the one you want to go to, and for 75 bucks, you could be there, and you could go to the game on Saturday and walk right over to Sheridan, and you can have a great day with Chicago Cubs baseball. So we'll post that link, and we, I hope to see you there. And uh, me and Lisa will be there, and um, JP and Melanie will be there. So, yeah. Joe Montag- Montagna. How yeah. his last name? Montagna. Montagna yeah. is my right. wife's fourth cousin. No way. Joey Zaza. Oh, oh. nice. <laughs> Remember him from The Godfather? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Joey Zaza. Anyway. So, yeah, that's exciting. So, we got some stuff coming up. Those are the uh, our next official Club 400 events. Uh, and then uh, we have no events to announce at this time. But Sean Dunstan is coming to Club 400. So, Sean know when. Uh, We're working on a date. It will probably be in April for our back. Uh, uh, baseball's back party. Uh, but I want to get back to, uh, you know, where I just came from. Uh, Randy Hunley's 37th baseball camp. Yeah, let's talk about this. So Stu is going to have it all on film, and he was doing a very lovely job filming on Facebook Live the first couple days. I kept getting update, uh, notifications. And all of a sudden, the wall came up. And I was thinking that, too. I was like, these guys probably don't want you. Facebook live in them, right? Some of the players. Was it? Some were probably cool, but some were probably like. You know, I, I don't want to just go up to any of these guys and stick a, a phone in their face, right. you know? It's not me, you know? And we know most of these guys. I'd say half the coaches have been here before, you know? Yeah. And uh, part of the thing about going to camp is, is everybody respects everybody, mm-hmm. you know? And it's, uh, I, I mean, I'll tell you, you know, we have an episode. Your uh, brother the, didn't respect. Ray Burris is Snapdragon. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Eric was uh, had two strikes on him, and I was like, Hartman whiffed. He's going to hate me for saying that. I popped. Then we're talking about the big game, everybody. On Saturday, uh, you play uh, on Sloan Field. You get one at bat, and you get one opportunity to play the field. 
And um, Hartman struck out. Oh, Sorry, man. buddy. I love you. Tovar snow removal is the best. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, it, it, it preempted this show, man. So I will tell you this. Ray Burris. Um, Can he's still bring he, it? He's, you know, he's just. I've gotten to get to know Ray a little bit. And um, what a special guy, man. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you one thing. I haven't had a chance to talk to you guys much, but. He could do a really mean karaoke, man. He's got soul, man. Does he? Oh, he, mm. dude, you you put. I don't care. You know, he could pick up any girl in any bar anytime with the way he. Oh. he's got a little Barry White in him, to be honest with you. We, boy. we saw him working that at uh, the convention. Yes, he, he owned the bar. He owned the bar. I'm here sing, but he. Um, but he just he sat down and people. Well, he's just, got presence. People just he's a bigger watched. guy. He's he, not like uh, one of my favorite guys. Awesome guy. And we are going to have this because... When he know, was here I, the first time, I thought that was one of my favorite encounters of the ball player. We, we talked about yeah. it the last time he was here, and we just never followed through. But we're going to have an event every year, probably in January, which would be usually be our uh, pre-convention party, but it'll be Ray Burst Presents. Mm. So Ray Burst wow. is going to bring some players out here. Nice. And obviously he'll be here, and we'll raise some money for... You know, our Christmas We're going to have to sit him yeah. down and get him on the mic, too. Definitely. Oh, for sure. He's a great guy. But anyways, we were, you know, side story, which I probably shouldn't be saying some of this stuff, but that's okay. This is, you know, what I... But, um, you know, me, Eric, and Hartman had, you know, competing on this thing. We all ended up side on bets. the same team, which I actually ended I up... I had money in this, too. What's that? I had money in this, too. Yeah, he did. Uh, You're uh, betting on baseball? I bet on Stu. You can forget about the Hall of Fame. Oh, I'm out of the Hall of Fame. My <laughs> coaches were For Ed life. Lynch and Pete Lecoq, you know, and um, you know Ed Lynch, great guy. Pete Lecoq, Ed, you know, there was a sickness that actually happened through camp, some kind of bug, not oh. the Corona, and um, it, it wasn't the Corona. <laughs> it was thing. Corona. They were missing a Lyme. Yeah, they're missing that Lyme disease. I would say the only thing negative about camp was the sickness that went around. Eric got it. My mom got it. Mm. And there was. If you knew someone that had it, basically, and it's just weird how you're with a group of there was 104 campers, right. and there was definitely something that was going around there, and unfortunately, um, you know Beth Beth got it. There's various people that couldn't go out and play baseball for a day or two because of it, and it was just well known. It was it was something that was talked about. It was the only negative thing about it because honestly. It was amazing from beginning to end. It was everything I could have ever dreamed to be. Um, and, you know, the players are great. Uh, the celebrities are awesome. But what's even more remarkable are the people that you play with and uh, your teammates. You know, I was really hoping to get stuck with the Larson boys this year because I love those guys. And we didn't get stuck with them. But, you know what, the only positive thing about that is we got to meet other people too, you know, I'm not just saying, but we try to put our own people. But the positive thing about not is being with new people is you meet new people. Just uh, all, all, um, all my teammates were awesome, unbelievable people, you know. And, yeah. and the thing about it is, is baseball. Uh, everybody goes there for the same thing, man. You know, they're all going there for a vacation, and they're all going there to, you know, cross off and maybe an item off their bucket list, uh, and or fulfill a lifelong dream. So. Uh, it's not all about like you know everybody supports one another from the other you know you share dugouts I don't know if you guys know that but you share the same dugout the whole entire time which yeah. is awesome because you know and every you know you get a hit you know I'm patting you on the ass on first base you know that's just like great hit man you know 
Because it means Sue something. Sue loved that it. He could finally grab ass, and, like <laughs> nobody would, and not get, and not get thrown out of a bar or something. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Can we just call quick time out and tell that story? No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> we'll stop recording, and then we'll we'll then we'll, uh, we'll we'll talk about it. No, yeah. uh, no. Uh, but anyways, the <laughs> uh, the camp. Uh, as we said, it's touted as the last uh, fantasy camp at Sloan Park, which would be really unfortunate. Well, uh, let's hope it comes back in a different no, I, carnation, I, you know. Well, what I kind of realized throughout the week is is that uh, there's too many good people in this camp, and there's too many leaders in this camp to let the camp die, you know. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, Lori, who runs the camp, and JJ is another guy behind the scenes, but there's, there's some people... You know, Beth, and there's some people behind this camp, and I just think that the camp is 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 more. You know, someone said it. I'll repeat it. Baseball is secondary at this camp. It really is. You know, it's secondary, and I just think that you know, I I pretty much said it at at the final the final night of the um the reception is is that if you don't tell us when it's over, we will tell you when it's over. And, I, and that's the way I think about it. And well, who uh, do you got to call, man? You got you got numbers. Oh, I'm gonna definitely put my two cents in, but well, my two cents get us. How, anywhere, how, you know? how many uh, how many years have you done it? I've only done it two years. No yeah. kidding. Yeah, only two years, including this year. This was my second year. Yeah. Holy cow, yeah, man! Yeah, yeah. Because I remember we talked about it last year. I didn't know that was your first time. You know what? I, I went the first year, and it was you know kind of one of those things where. Just bucket list out of mine and uh, surreal. I mean, you came back. You were like, well, over I, the moon, I, man. I, I was, I, I, I was a little disappointed in myself, and that, that was kind of one of the reasons why I did what I did. Uh, you mean you get know. back in shape? Yeah, get back yeah, in shape. Yeah. And you know what? The thing about it is, is you pay six thousand dollars, maybe seven thousand. It's half the amount, man. That, that's a and then down you, payment on a house. Yeah, then you do it right, and you feel like, shit, you know, right. You feel like I felt like shit two mm-hmm. years ago. And, like, I barely, I can remember wanting to go home on Wednesday. And it wasn't just because of the way I was feeling. I was like, dude, I I was sore than hell. I didn't prepare for it, you know. So this year, obviously, I went back in there with the right mentality. This is why I put my money in Stu, too. Yeah, and I, I did not hit well. But you, you know what? Your work ethic, man. Here's, <laughs> here's the thing I realized about camp. And you know what? There's two ways to go about camp, all right? The smart way and the stupid way. Unfortunately, I went the stupid way, all right? But the stupid way is sometimes funner. It's more fun. <laughs> yeah. So I can vouch for that 100%, man. Uh, Eric wants to go golf, and so we leave uh, Friday, and we get to the airport. Because, we're by the way, we're going to do another podcast with Kurt. Uh, he's going to come in here, and we're going to do it. But we'll tell just some goofy stuff about camp, but we'll get a little more detail when Kurt comes in. But so we get off the, Oh, we go to the airport in Rockford. It was a Friday night, and it was mm. snowing hard. Mm. And we park my truck out there, and we go to check-in. They don't see us on the flight log. They don't. Oh, they do not see us on the flight Is this Allegiant? Log. It's Allegiant, yeah. yeah. I, I love flying Allegiant, but go ahead. So they do not see us on the flight log. And I'm like, what the hell? What the hell? Oh, like something with you could happen with a flight? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So going back to that. So I am... Um, Start looking in my phone, and I'm like, going to look at the reservation, and I see it, I see it. You stupid, <laughs> you booked it the week late. <laughs> <laughs> right? 
Now I'm sitting there with Eric to the right of me, the fuck travel guy in front of me, yeah. knowing it for about 30 seconds, maybe 40. And I'm like, I'm going to have to tell him. <laughs> I screwed up. I booked the wrong week, you know? And I'm like, oh my. And it's snowing out. And Eric's got, you know, tea times for Saturday. And Was it full? Well, that's what I was worried about. So eventually I was going to be, I, I, I actually said, uh, excuse me. Um, I think I know what the problem is. I, uh, I <laughs> tough. <laughs> and John, you can beep that out. Uh, but anyways, yeah, I, I, I I'm marking it. No worries. So, um, so next thing it's like, holy crap, is this plane full? You know? And luckily they had eight seats left. So we, me and Eric, between the two of us was a two hundred and sixty dollar change fee to to get out there, but that that was our. Uh, thank God we got off, but we got off and we get to the airport in Mesa and it's Friday night, man, and uh, it's about twelve o'clock, so we get it. We get uh, we take a Uber and uh, said, take us to a dive bar. I said, take us to a beer and a shot bar, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, so they took us to this bar. Um, and dude, you talk about a power hour because by the time we got there, it was about one. You talk about a power hour, it was a power hour, man. Dang, man. So that's a legitimate hour, probably less than it was three, four shots, beers, you know. The woodshed, too. I will say this, you guys, my advice for you if you want to go to a dive bar in Mesa, Arizona, please visit the woodshed, too. And I will tell you this. They keep the fryers open at 2 o'clock. I no know, kidding. because I ate chicken wings at 1 in the dude, morning. That, dude, that's that the was best. the happiest guy around. Dude. You know, I'm telling you, you you know the the gambler in McHenry. You grew up there. I grew up best there. Best hamburgers. Best hamburgers in Ever. town. Best hamburgers. best hamburgers by far. Best, you'd never guess, the best chicken Caesar salad in the world. Seriously, they make their own Caesar dressing. I'm a big chicken Caesar oh, salad dude, guy. Now you got the me best, paying attention It's the best, the best in the world. Seriously. And they grill the chicken. And then put it right on top, best in the world. And they just changed their uh, their their recipe for breading the chicken tenders. This place, their ceiling tiles are falling apart. Like this place is like total dive. It's a hallway with a bar. My you know, kind of bar. My kind of bar. Right. And I can go there regularly. Good, 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 good prices on vodka sodas. Good prices on beer. It's good. Oh, dude, dive bars know what they're. All right, we have our. Beer release party at the Gambler. We okay. did. We love you, Dougie. All right. Yeah. Shout out Gotta to my love guy, Doug. Dog and Gambler. So we go to the woodshed. Too. We get hammered. Believe it or not. Set the tone for the week. <laughs> believe it Set or not. Tone. I believe it. Uber to the. Ho- this was 0. 0.5 miles away from the Sheridan Wrigleyville. Uber back to the hotel. Don't even remember checking in. <laughs> One hour. Power hour. <laughs> power, up, power, power. Ended up on the second floor. McVicker. First power room hour. next to the elevator. Yeah. So I knew I did good. I had a good room, good location. Heck yeah, man. It was awesome, dude. <laughs> I was like, honestly, the whole week we're like, I'm like, Eric, what the heck did we do? Like, we did really good when we were drunk. Like when we checked in, like we had we had a prime room, man. Like we're like one floor floor up, right? The closest room to the elevator, and it was kind nice. of a nice sized room. I'm like, holy cow! But that started off the the Cubs fantasy camp, and then we actually had to play Power baseball. Power hour. <laughs> Power hour. Power hour did not stop. But where I was going to go with this was Power Hour, brought to you by Eric McVicker. 
I worked my ass off to get to this camp, as we all know. Right. And but what I realized is, you know, you have to pick a lane, you know. And I picked the stupid lane. Um, I think we were talking about this earlier, right? Uh, you either wake up in the morning, eat a good breakfast, you go play 14 innings of baseball, you come back, get cleaned up, eat a nice meal, and you go to bed. Mm. That's what you should do at this camp. Not, right? not you. No. No. <laughs> you're paying money, man. It, it, it's one thing to do it as an occupation, but I think you're the master at making the most of a situation. You know what? If you're paying money for it, enjoy yourself. Dude, you think about work. And you think about play. I like play a lot better than work, but work gets you to be able to play, right? So you got to work to play. Right. Correct. Work to so play. when I'm playing, I'm thinking about work man. I'm glad I'm not. Power I'm glad there. I'm not at work. And guess what? I don't have to be at work tomorrow. I don't have to be at work the next day. Let's go. You know? This is the best, best feeling in the world. I don't have to. I don't have to go to work tomorrow. Yeah. And you just enjoy yourself in the moment. That's when you like officially can stop, look at where you are, and enjoy it. I love that. And ride the buzz. You got to ride the buzz. You can't drink too much. Ride the buzz. Yeah. Ride the power buzz. hour. <laughs> power the hour. The Stu Vicker power yeah. hour. <laughs> So, yeah, um, <laughs> Sunday night, uh, you found out who your coaches were. You found out what team you're on. And um, we'll get more involved with the whole fantasy camp thing. But it was remarkable. And I hope that uh, they can work it out. And this will continue on. I will do my best to uh, push it forward. And, uh, yeah, we're going to have a Randy Hunley fantasy camp reunion party here at Club for Hunt this oh, year. Just for the campers, yes. Randy coming out? Randy will be here, God willing. He's, uh, yeah. you know, he was, uh, he was a little, he had knee surgery this when he, he was just coming off knee surgery. Mm. So uh, we'll, we'll keep it on the lower level. He'll be here. Randy's always, uh, Randy. I told him I, every time I see him, I said, "I love you, buddy," because I actually do love the guy. I, Great guy. He's awesome. You know, he's kind of like uh, my goal is to he's get him like a grandpa. You know, no, my mean? goal is to get him to swear. Uh, he won't do it. I know. Yeah. So God bless Randy. And you know what? I actually will. I'll I'll finalize the whole thing off like this. Was that um, you know thank thank you Kathy Weedley for bringing out the uh, sixty five cases of Club for a hundred lager out there. Yeah, smuggling. Yeah, she drove it uh, across country to get us to to get to Sloan Park. She documented the whole trip too. And um, Texas, I don't know if you guys know this, but yeah, we uh, I think we went through thirty five cases total. Goodness. And you know you got to realize that's thirty five cases just in the locker room and a few a uh, couple outings that were secret. We'll talk <laughs> about later, but um, yeah, it was it was a, it was awesome to have the, the beer out there to share it with the campers, and the share basically you know, you know what Club Four Hundred was all about, and it's Cub fans helping Cub fans. But um, when we were uh, the last night, Kathy was smart enough and saw the foresight uh, that you know since this might be the last camp. To have a big W signed by all the campers and all the coaches. For some reason, Randy Huntley's signature was on there twice. I won't. I don't know why. <laughs> but uh, I was like, "Why is this is Randy's? Randy Huntley? What, what did he sign it for? He flipping signed it twice. Not once, but twice. And a boy. But anyways, uh, that's so, a story. I but love. Kathy was nice enough to uh, do that, and uh, it basically had everybody that was there on there. And then um, we were going to present it to him, uh, and. We didn't even tell them we were going to do it. No one really knew we were going to do it. And uh, when our team, by the way, uh, our team came in sixth place out of eight mm-hmm. eight teams. Yeah, they wasn't. I wasn't going to bring it up. Yeah, but uh, hey, it's a rebuilding year. 
I wouldn't trade one of my teammates uh, for the world, especially my my guy Royce, dude. Mm. Yeah. And uh, Royce was his daughter uh, was there too, right? No, uh, his son was there. Royce, was there. Uh, I met Royce in 2018 at the Cubs camp, and uh, it was our first year. And he took Eric out at second base, cut Eric's leg up a little bit. And mind oh. you, this was at the time a 68, 69 year old man. Uh, he's he was the fastest guy on our team, and we had 14 <laughs> players, dude. 14 players we had on our team. And he was the fastest, a 70-year-old man. You know, Age is just a number, man. And I'll tell just you what, man, uh, Royce is one of those people kind of like, I, I'll compare it to me to William. You know, Sometimes you meet somebody and you connect with them, you know. And I, uh, my whole family, we all connected with Royce. And when I found out Royce was on our team, I was so happy because, I mean, that I'd rather have him than Eddie Vedder on my team, honestly, because uh, – I mean, Royce, man, he's served for our country, and he's just remarkable. One of those remarkable guys you, you, you can't forget meeting. So, um, you know, our, our last game of the camp, knowing that he's going to retire after this year, you know, he's never going to play again. If the camp goes on, he's probably going to just be a spectator. Uh, his last at-bat, everybody stopped what they were doing, well, you know, walked forward and gave him, like, a standing ovation. Oh, and it was that. It was pretty cool. cool. And then uh, Royce, don't listen to this part. But uh, he had a grounder to second, you know, second baseman. You know, he didn't put full effort into it. <laughs> Royce ended up scoring, and uh, that's what it's all about, man. That's mm. what it's all about. Mm-hmm. And, I love uh, this game. I love it. Yeah, so and uh, so to go back, we had this flag, and um, uh, our team got announced as a sixth-place team, and they go through all the players, and they give you an autographed baseball signed by all the coaches. Well, most of them. Some of them are too lazy to sign it, but uh, – and, you know, so that was my opportunity to present Randy with the flag. And I didn't have anything uh, more than to say than, than that. You know, a lot, a lot of people say, like, you know, your career is fine, defined by the back of your baseball card. Mm. Well, I honestly believe that that is not the case with Randy Hunley. Uh, Randy Hunley created this camp, and he created uh, so, so many friends. He created so many bondships, relationships. Uh, he's crossed off so many bucket list items for people. He's made dreams come true. I mean, he's put memories, you know. In, in and not that, just here either. No, yeah, right. I mean, he's just, I mean, I think at the end of the day, you know, what you did back on the baseball card is, you know, like Riz, what Rizzo does and everything else, it's more important what you do off the field. And right. Randy Hunley with this camp, and that's why it must move on, is, is it's a family. You feel it, you know. Mm-hmm. You, there's not, you know. There's not one person that I saw that was rude to anyone, you know. Mm-hmm. It was just uh, a love fest for for, for guys, and and there's like f- girls there too, and there's this family. Robin, she's unbelievable. It just seems like it seems like Club 400, man. It seems very special. You that's know? awesome. And I don't think special things should be messed with, and that's why I said before, you know, it's not over till we say it's over, and then I, it's not over. You know, people in baseball don't like it when things change. I've noticed that, and there's a there's a reason for that, is because. You want it for a home like Wrigley is one of those places. There's there's very there's very few places where you can go where it's been the same for decades. The ivy's been the same. The scoreboard's been the same. The sound of the organ has been the same every time you go there. And that's what I, I've only been going since I was eight. I'm a young guy, like less than two decades. I've been going to Wrigley, but every single time those three things have been the exact same, and I, I that resonates with me. Right. So when you can do something on a yearly basis. When it has to do with baseball, that is everything. The game of baseball will change, but the fact that baseball exists, the fact that there are 
a, a ancient, I could say ancient things that still live on is special and it's unique to baseball. Right. So I could I could feel that. I've never done the camp, but I could tell like it's it's more than just playing the game of baseball. Yeah. It's the things that happen there that happen every single year. Yeah. I mean, we lost six games in a row. You know? But get your happy yeah, as a we, clam, we, man. We, need, we needed a win. Yeah. <laughs> I, no lie, we needed a win. You know, because you know you're playing together, you want to get a win, right? right. You got to have that camaraderie. That's why I say camaraderie. It's what it is. You got to have that. So we got our win. And we got another one. Oh, we, we, we broke out like a record. We got 10 runs in the, the last inning. Mm-hmm. When we were losing by eight runs. Dang, man. And okay, Eric, payback for you. Hartman comes up for what I said earlier about you striking out in the big game, Hartman. It was a Hits a, a grand slam. It was an inside-the-park grand slam. Really? But four runs in the last top of the seventh to propel us in the lead oh. so that we did not come in last place. Okay. So, Here's Hartman, Hartman, that one was for you, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know he had the Jets. But, you know, we apologize for not putting podcasts out more frequently. We're pretty busy here, but we're going to try to get back on track. We are next one. Uh, hopefully, we'll be with Wayne Mesmer, and uh, he's just got to prove it. We didn't actually tell him we recorded it, so I want to make sure he's okay with it. And then, uh, yeah, we're going to keep going. we got a lot of great guests this year. And remember with the cause, man, Cub fans helping Cub fans. Arizona, please come out and see us, specifically the Stu and Williams show. I have a call-out for one guest I want to have Sure, coming up. It's time for her, Sue McVicker. Oh. I'm calling her out. Oh. We got to get her on the mic. Because she she knows it all. She does know it all, and I got so many questions. You know what? I might just sit out of that one. So many questions. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she could fill in for you. Oh, we love you, Ma. Ma was down there the whole entire time at spring That's training. Awesome. Uh, I mean, at the we all love camp. Sue. And um, you know, thankfully, you know, with everything that's happened, uh, couldn't do it without my mom and Lisa and my family. So it's been an awesome ride, and there's plenty of things to come. That's the nice thing, William. We're only at four hundred thousand dollars right now. So we got six hundred thousand dollars to go, and no that means six hundred thousand dollars of a lot of good times, buddy. Johnny, and you're gonna ride with us, and we're gonna have That's a good right. time. And, All the uh, way, bud. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week with another episode of the Club Four Hundred, a podcast. Cub fans helping Cub fans. Let's make a million, guys. <laughs> <laughs>